So about a week and a half ago or so, I uh, was just going through a time where I was like coming to a place where I was losing the, the purpose. Um, all kinds of good things happening. Uh, but I just want to release to each one of you, I don't know if you've been feeling this at all, where good things are happening or sometimes challenging things, but, but for me, there was like a boredom. A boredom. When good things are happening. Um, but just going through the motions. And it, it's, it's, it happens. And I'm just, you know, being honest with you, it's like it happens. Um, not... Anyway, so what I'm saying is, is I, I, I really started to process. That's really all Matt is saying is we just got to be real with God about whatever it is we're feeling. Saying, God, what is going on in my heart? And and um, and so what God showed, God is the one that showed me, you're bored, son. Like, really? Hmm. Yeah, I think you're right, Lord. I think you're right. I am bored. And um, And what it came down to was he said, it's time to get your why back. And so I'm just wanna, I just want to speak that over each one of you right now, that whatever you're going through, it's, it's really time to get your why back, which is about your passion. It's about the reason for living. It's all going to go back to the Lord always. It's going to go back to your relationship, your intimacy with Jesus. Otherwise, we, we can do really good things, but kind of just lose the whole, you know, steam behind it. We just lose, we just lose the passion. And, um, and, and so I'm just speaking that right now. Jesus, I'm saying, would you come? Thank you that you're in, in this with us, wherever we are, wherever, whatever we're feeling. And, and for some, maybe they're relating to what I just said, the boredom. Like, how could this be boring? There's good things are going on. And yet, and yet, unless there's this deep connectedness of the why back in our spirit, why? Why are we alive? Why are we here? And it's going to always go back, really go back to the garden. It's going to go back to intimacy of what we were really created for. Connection, deep connection, vulnerability, transparency, even in the midst of what we think is our worst days. Is how, how, how raw and real can we be with you and let you into those? And so I'm just asking God, I'm, I'm declaring and decreeing that for every person in this room that you give them their why back that you give them their why back, Lord. Even for some, it's even their what. Like, what am I supposed to be doing? But it also has to be attached to the why. And Jesus, we know the answer. We know ultimately it's going to be connectivity, intimacy with you. And so I'm asking, Jesus, I'm saying, by the power of your spirit, I'm imparting that passion, that fire back into our hearts, that fire and passion for life, for you, Jesus, back into our hearts. And Lord, wherever we have become complacent, we've just gone through the motions, wherever, God, we have, uh, we have allowed compromise to come in. But just because we've lost the passion, the zeal, I'm saying, Lord, we, we choose to repent of those things because that's not the real us. That's not our real heart. That's not, the, that's not the exchanged heart you gave us. You gave us, you took away a heart of, of stone and you gave us a heart of flesh. And the Bible says that heart of flesh is a heart that is passionate for you. It's a heart that wants you. It's a heart that's beating and is alive for you. That's our real heart. So Lord, wherever that heart got covered up by life, by whatever, just fears, overbearing, anything, things that happened, or if it's just boredom, 
Lord, uncover, blow away any of the things that, that just that just kind of got littered over our over our true heart. We repent of those things. We turn away from complacency. We turn away, God, from from uh, compromise, and we turn back to passion. We turn back to passion for you, Jesus. We turn back to our true heart of passion for you, Jesus. So thank you, Lord, that even tonight and even this week, I'm declaring and decreeing because it's true that that many of you are going to think about tonight as a turning point of where you you started to get your why back. Because Jesus gave it back to you. Because the power of the Spirit gave it back to you. Because you asked. So just tell him now. Say, Jesus, give me my why back. And Jesus, give me the passion of my heart back. The passion for you. Yeah. And he says, I heard that. I heard that. My answer is yes. You watch what I do. You watch what I do. Because here it comes. Here it comes. I'm breathing on your heart. I'm breathing on your heart. I'm breathing passion back on your heart. The fire back to your heart. I'm doing it. Just ask me. Ask me, ask me. Make it a daily prayer. Ask me. And as the Lord's been doing this, he's been, oh my goodness, just so waking me up, waking me up. One of the things he's been showing me again is, uh, is not to forget, don't forget your prayer language. And for some of you, maybe you don't even know what that is. That's just, it's just uh, what, what the Bible calls speaking in tongues. It's, and, for, and for some of you, you still maybe just uh, haven't explored that yet. All I'm saying is it's available to you. It's described in 1 Corinthians uh, 12, 13, and 14, if you want to read about it. And then what the Lord is saying is, is don't forget. Don't forget. And I've been speaking a lot more, a lot more in tongues. And every morning, most mornings, I'm hitting my chest like this, and I'm pacing, and I'm talking in tongues. I'm starting to feel just more and more of his power. And then I'm saying to myself, wake up, wake up, wake up, spirit. Wake up, wake up, wake up. See, a lot of times we're wanting something to change, but we're not doing anything. We're not doing anything different. And the Lord says, get engaged, get engaged, get engaged with me because I've made you alive in me. So wake up. And I'm saying to each one of you, as I'm saying to myself, wake up, wake up, wake up. Wake up, wake up, wake up. It's time for my spirit to wake up. It's time for my heart to wake up. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Wake us up, Holy Spirit, wake us up, wake us up, wake us up, wake us up, wake us up. Holy Spirit, wake us up. We're alive in an amazing time in kingdom history. Wake us up, Lord. Wake us up. 
Wake us up. Wake us up again. Breathe the fire back into our hearts again. The harvest is coming. God's kids are coming home. Wake us up, God. This is that time. This is that time. This is that time, Lord. I just want to remind you, I know we had you declaring a lot of things and standing up and praying, and I'm just encouraging you, get engaged. Even if you're not feeling it, don't, don't wait, don't, don't lead with your emotions. Get engaged. That's what we're doing. We're here up here trying to help you because we want the same thing, and we're here modeling for you that, that there are so many times where we just, we just don't have it all, and we don't. We need, we, we need you, Jesus, so desperately. And I'm just saying, in order to experience, you're here because you're hungry. I know that's true. <laughs> you wouldn't be in a place like this unless you're hungry for something. You're here because you're hungry. And I'm saying, let the Lord lead you and then step out of your comfort zone. Do things. Do things. Stand up. Make declarations. Do something different. If you're feeling like you're in a rut, if you're feeling like you're just feeling... You know, like there's clouds and you're not feeling it. Do something. Get out. Do something with the Lord. Get your spirit engaged. Get your spirit engaged with him. He's so ready. He'll take you places. If you're saying, gosh, I want more experiences, I'm saying step out more. Step out of your comfort zone more. Do stuff with him. Do stuff with him. How many of you, how many of you actually um, could feel that crown? I could. How many of you, how many of you, I, I won't even ask you to raise your hand, but if you, how many of you didn't even try to put the crown on? I'm saying, this is what I'm saying. You're going to have to get engaged with the Lord. He had a sword for you. Do you know one of the things that the Lord reminded me, I, I, I was given a sword, like a, a powerful one years and years ago. I don't know how many years. Keep going, Gabe. I'm, or, I favor, I'm loving it. I didn't know who was playing behind me. I'm loving it. Keep going. Don't stop now. Ah. Oh. Years and years ago, years and years ago, Jesus gave me a sword, and it was real, and it was a powerful night. It was, I was up at Bethel, and I think it was the Arnots that were there speaking, and I got a sword, and, and I've used it many times, and I always put it right here because it's always there. You're thinking that's weird. There's nothing there. No, you have to understand life in the Spirit. It's absolutely there, and whenever I think about it and know it's there, it's there to use. Is this making sense? It's there, it's, but we get so, our, when we don't see it, our minds start going, well, we're just pretending, we're playing games. No, I promise you, the spirit, the light world is so much more real than what we're seeing here. It's right here. And I hadn't, I just want to say that for, I haven't used it for a while. It doesn't mean it ever went away. But I'm saying when the Lord was reminding me a week and a half ago, you're bored, you need to get your heart back re-engaged in a deeper way. All of a sudden, we were at an elder meeting, and I think it was Susan, somebody said, let's get our swords. We need to cut this. We were battling something in the spirit together. And all of a sudden, 
I remembered my sword. And it was like it was just yesterday. I'm like, it's right there. And, I, and as soon as sometimes I sweep it this way because I'm cutting off anything off of me, too. Wow. And so I'm cutting off any distractions off of you in Jesus' name. Any ways in which the enemy is trying to to distract you. Oh, in Jesus' name. Mm. That wasn't even my point. I was just trying to let you guys know that the sword is real. It was God's point. It wasn't mine. It's real. And so I'm saying, if you didn't reach out to take that sword, reach out and take the sword. Go home and talk to Jesus about it and then reach up and take the sword that he gives you. This is real stuff. It's real. And so I'm saying, if you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling like, Lord, I'm not feeling you, I want more, get engaged more. Get engaged more. Even if, even if you're an introvert and you're like, I don't do those things, just start doing those things. Really, you'll start, things will start changing. You know what, though? Tonight, I, I had, I knew I was supposed to preach. I had no message. Like, I've done this before where the Lord just doesn't, I had a hundred messages and no message. You know what I mean? And I, and I, and I said, Lord, you're going to have to give me something. And I was sitting there praying it tonight. And he goes, would you be willing to give up your right to have one? I said, yep. Yeah, because I want him. So, I want him. And he'll ask you to give up things. Because remember, he's king. He's the king of your life. But he's a good king. He's exceptionally good. So if he gives something, asks you to give something up, it's because he knows it's hurting you. And, and less than what is, is your best. And sometimes it's those very areas that we're most scared of. Cause sometimes because we want to hang on to him if we're just honest. We want to hang on to some stuff. I don't really want you to be king of that area. He's like, why don't you bring me into that too, that struggle to want to give it to me. Do you see? What, wherever your level of struggle is, he's like, take me there. If you're not ready to let me be king of your life, cool, let's talk about why. I'm good with that. I'm, I'll start with you there. See, he's so good. He's so kind. Jesus, you're so good. Would you just melt our hearts tonight some more, Jesus? That's what we need. That's why our hearts get callous. They just do. We just need you to melt them all over again, Jesus. Just melt them. Melt our hearts with how good you are, how kind you are, how tender you are. couple slides just in case, which I really didn't think I was going to use tonight. And while we were in worship, um, I just got wrecked with something that I want to share with you. Oh, man. It's from Ephesians. Um, 
starting at the end of, of chapter 1, verse 19. And Paul says, I pray, and I'm praying over you right now. I'm praying over me right now. I pray that you will continually experience the immeasurable greatness of God's power made available to you through faith. (laughs) That's a mouthful. That you will experience, not just know about, but experience the immeasurable. That's the way above and beyond anything you could even possibly conjure up in your mind on your best day. The immeasurable greatness of God's power made available to you through faith, meaning all you can do is say, you said it, God, I, I, I believe you. That's what is mine. Then your lives will be an advertisement of this immense power as it works through you. This is the mighty power that was released when God raised Christ from the dead and exalted him to the place of highest honor and supreme authority in the heavenly realm. And now he is exalted as first above every ruler, every authority, every government, and realm of power in existence. He is gloriously enthroned over every name that is ever praised, not only in this age, but in the age that is coming. And he alone, you all, is the leader and the source of everything needed in the church. That's the place where I really started losing it a few minutes ago. He alone is the leader and the source of everything needed in the church. Jesus, we only need one thing. Jesus, we have way complicated things. We need one thing, Jesus. You are everything we need. The church is you. And God has put everything beneath the authority of Jesus Christ and has given him the highest rank above all others. And now, verse 23, and now we, his church, are his body on the earth and that which fills him who is being filled by it. I don't know if you got that. Because that's him. That's like in the realm of the impossibilities that we just said. And now we as church are his body on the earth. And that which fills him, we fill him. Jesus fills us and we fill him. That is crazy. Jesus, that's what you say. We fill you who are being filled by us. It goes back and forth. Wow. Very next verse in chapter 2. And his fullness fills you. Wow. We've just been told that his power that is immeasurable has been put inside of us. That Jesus himself fills us. That we fill him. And that he is all we need. And that through this, we become an advertisement of his power. One of my whys that he gave me back, one of the simplest whys he gave me back was he said, he said, son, you're doing what you're doing so that I get the glory. I'm just telling you, every one of you, you're alive so that God gets the glory. 
That's why he put his glory inside of you. For people to see it and say, wow. And their wow goes right back to him. And none of you in this room is exempt from that. That's what, that's what Bill was trying to share with us, with the crown and all of it. None of you are exempt from displaying his glory. You all display his glory. Every one of you. You just do. Earlier today, we, um, <laughs> we, uh, we had our first healing encounters. Uh, you know, where we invited people who needed prayer for healing to come and, and uh, receive healing prayer. And uh, there were a bunch of miracles that broke out today here. And I would love Mary Jo carry on to come up and share one of them. Is, is Gabe still here? Yeah, you should come up here because it was with you too. But um, before I share this awesome testimony, I want to just say that about 15 years ago, God really put on my heart to partner with him. And he really put healing hands on my heart. And I've been waiting a really long time. And so I just want to encourage you that if God has put something on your heart, it's still there. And and it's coming. It's coming. I really feel like something new is coming. Something is breaking. And so I just want to give you that prophetic word that the time is now. So, so um, it was awesome. Wasn't it awesome? <laughs> Okay, so this woman came in, and she was on a, with a cane, and she, she had a really hard time walking. And so we asked, you know, what she needed prayer for, and she said that she had one foot that was shorter than the other foot and that her spine was not aligned. And so we prayed for alignment, and right before our eyes, her foot grew out. I never seen anything like that. Oh, oh my God. It was, she took her cane, she put it down, and she ran around the room. <laughs> Do you want to add anything? Want to add anything? Yeah. Well, she said it all, but yeah, no, it was, it was great. It was great. We, um, we just blessed her and we just, um, you know, we just prayed for her and got, yeah, God, God just worked through us, and, and it, was, it was all good. She was, she was running around a room after and just with no cane, and just, yeah, it was awesome. awesome. So that's all I got to say. Praise God. 